Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Live from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious studios of CBS Sports Radio here in beautiful New York City, sitting on top of the 10th floor of 345 Hudson Street. Welcome on in to a crazy Thursday edition of the Zach Gelb Show across all the great local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 158, the free Odyssey app, and of course streaming on YouTube, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS is the number to jump on in, 855-212-4227, and you could always get at me on Instagram where I'm straight flexing or via the good old cesspool of Twitter, at Zach Gelb, that's Z-A-C-H-G-E-L-B. Got Moist Mike, Stuart Kovacs, rocking and rolling with me all the way up until 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Christian Fourier, former Patriot tight end, current WEI midday host, going to stop by 20 minutes from now. And then at the top of the hour, we'll be joined by former Alabama quarterback, SEC network analyst, superstar in Greg McElroy. As you thought yesterday was crazy, where we found out about an hour before the show that Pete Carroll was basically getting let go as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. And then right in the final hour of the show, I thought Samter saw a ghost. I, I either thought something terrible happened in Samter's personal life or there was something crazy like someone died uh, in the sports world. And then Samter told us on the air that Nick Saban was retiring from Alabama. And that kind of sparked a Kobe White type of reaction from me. Wow, 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 that's crazy, bro, wow. And then I did wake up this morning, and I can't say I'm stunned by this announcement. I did not believe that it was a matter of if Bill Belichick was going to get fired or they were going to part ways, however they want to call it, amicably uh, parting ways, or it was just a matter of when it was going to happen. And today was the day, and you saw Mr. Mumbles, the legendary Bill Belichick, get in front of the podium, give about a two- or three-minute statement. Then Robert Kraft give a two-minute statement, and they both walked off together, and there was no smoochy-smoochy action because reportedly, according to Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick was feeling a little bit under the weather. But let's start with Bill Belichick, and then we'll circle back into 
Saban and the future at Alabama. Uh, Dan Lanning, I guess, turned down the job because he made it clear that he's going to be staying at Oregon. And it was clear from yesterday's press conference that Pete Carroll still wants to coach. And we'll find out maybe this year or next year where Pete Carroll's going to land next. But as you guys know, I don't think there's anyone better than me in the national media today to talk about Bill Belichick because I'm a Patriot fan. And my entire life, I've seen Bill Belichick be the coach of the Patriots. So today is a sad day, but it was a day that needed to happen. And I don't think there has been a bigger supporter, but then also in the same breath, a bigger critic the last two years of Bill Belichick than me. And the last two years, things got away from him. And I know it's easy for people to say, oh, that's what happens when you don't have Tom Brady. Now Bill Belichick is so such a bum. Like, I vehemently disagree with that. The last two years, what you've seen with legendary coaches, whether it's in college or whether it's in the pros, when you are at the top of your profession and you reach a king or a godlike status in the sports world, you don't think you need to adapt. You don't think you need to change. And I'm not saying in terms of adapting with adjustments made in-game. Bill Belichick is still a really good head coach, and that talent, that roster this year has been absolutely abysmal, and they haven't been blown out of a game since week five up against the Saints where they got smacked like 34 to nothing. So Belichick will land somewhere, and Belichick will be a good coach. I'm not sitting here and saying he's going to win a Super Bowl again, but when he gets more talent, if he goes to a place like Dallas, if he goes to a place like Atlanta or Los Angeles, whoever it may be, and wherever it may be, all of a sudden, you're going to see Bill Belichick have a bunch more wins on his resume, and people are going to go, oh, wow, I guess we were doing a lot of revisionist history the last two years, and probably issuing a mea culpa. And when you look at the legacy of Bill Belichick, he is going to go down as one of, if not the greatest football minds that this game has ever seen. In my opinion, I believe in a salary cap era, which is extremely tough to navigate. And other coaches didn't have to do this when you look at the annals of NFL history, when you look at the all-time great coaches. I do believe in the toughest era ever, which is a salary cap era where you're constantly losing players left and right, and you have to make sure everyone's under the salary cap, and you have free agency and, and all of that. I do believe that Bill Belichick is the greatest head coach of all time. Now, when you get into Belichick's legacy, let me make this abundantly clear. I have said for the duration of Tom Brady's career, and even Belichick would say this, players win championships. It's all about the players. It's all about the players. That's what Belichick says every time the Patriots win a Super Bowl. So when Brady and Belichick had their divorce and they had their split, back in after the 2019 season going into January of 2020, I sat there and I said, Tom Brady is the most responsible person for the Patriots' success, and he's the most important part of that dynasty. And if you just put it between Brady and Belichick, I thought the Patriots' success was 60% Tom Brady and 40% Bill Belichick. Because players win championships. 
I do believe Bill's biggest downfall in the last two to three years, number one, was trusting a friend of his and Matt Patricia, who isn't an offensive-minded coach, to, to coach up the offense. That was stupid. I said that was an imbecile move from the start, and it made no sense. And I was vehemently against it. That's when I turned on Bill Belichick. But when you also look at Belichick and you see the last two years, he never found a way to get a great number one option at the wide receiving position. When you have a young quarterback, and I'm not telling you Mac Jones is this super-duper successful quarterback, but they did win 10 games with him his rookie season, and everyone forgets this, they did go to the playoffs with a roster that wasn't good, so this guy could still coach in Bill Belichick. But when you have Tom Brady, you could use players at the wide receiving position that aren't marquee names, that aren't household names, that aren't great names, and you could still find a way to win because you have the greatest quarterback of all time. But when you get rid of Brady, you needed to bring in bona fide superstar wide receivers. You have to. Like, look at Tua Tunga-Vailoa. He did not take off in the NFL until he got Tyreek Hill. Look at Jalen Hurts. He didn't have a successful year in the NFL and turn into a top-five quarterback in the league until he got A.J. Brown and also Devontae Smith. And Tua also got Jalen Waddle. And look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen didn't take off and soar until he got Stephon Diggs. So that's the biggest problem with Bill is it it was almost as if he always thought he still had Tom Brady. But you had Mac Jones. And look at Alabama when Mac Jones was there. He had a multitude of great college-wide receivers. And when you're going into a season with guys like Juju Smith-Schuster and Kendrick Bourne and, you know, Pop Douglas, like these guys, like what are we doing? That wasn't going to set up for success. And that's what did Bill in. Because look at the defensive side of the ball, which is Bill's bread and butter. Can you even name five Patriots on the defensive side of the ball? And before you say Matthew Judon, he was out for the year. Before you say Christian Gonzalez, he was out for the year. Maybe Barrymore, the big defensive tackle out of Alabama, is the only one you could really name. And that defense this year was lights out. Even in a four-win season, that was a really good defense that we saw this season. But the offense was pathetic. The offense was a joke. The offense was losing football. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Kendrick Bourne, Juju Smith-Schuster, bunch of injuries. Ramondre Stevenson, because he didn't have an offensive line, took a step back. Like, who the heck were some of these linemen? Heck, you want to know how bad it is? Trent Brown, who dogs like every other season, he's actually now talking smack about the Patriots' lack of talent. Like, who the heck are you, big fella, to talk smack? But that's what the Patriots have become. They were still good defensively. That's a product of Bill Belichick. But offensively, he had no guidance. He had no way. And they had no one that actually sparked fear in the opposition. So everyone could pile on Bill the last two years because most of that is rooted in jealousy and most of that is rooted in hatred because for the majority of his 24 years in New England, he kicked your ass 
and he won championships. But let's not forget that without Bill Belichick, you don't have the success of the New England Patriots. And that's coming from someone who says Brady mattered more than Belichick. 60% Brady, 40% Belichick. But the start of that dynasty was Bill. Who drafted Tom Brady? Bill. Who started Tom Brady over Drew Bledsoe when Bledsoe was ready to return healthy? And Bledsoe, by the way, was a $100 million player at the time. Bill. Who had one of the greatest game plans ever in Super Bowl thirty-six? Bill. Who had a great defensive performance and led a great defensive performance with a good game plan up against the Eagles in Super Bowl thirty-nine? Bill. The last Super Bowl the Patriots won, where Sean McVay had this great high-octane offense, like this unbelievable offense. Who held him to three points? Whose defense did that? Bill. This is not me crapping on Tom Brady. Tom Brady's my favorite football player of all time. I hate this debate. I hate this argument. It drives me nuts. But even as someone that tells you Brady is more important than Belichick, it doesn't mean Belichick is some bum like you bozos make this revisionist history out to be in the last two years because it didn't go Bill way, uh, Bill's way and Bill was stubborn and Bill was selfish and Bill didn't adapt to realizing I don't have Brady anymore, so now I need to go get some great wide receivers to put Mac Jones in a position to succeed. But ultimately, it was time. Bill's still a good coach. But this is 24 years. Like, there are some teams that fire coaches every two to three years. Heck, the Carolina Panthers have just fired coaches in back-to-back seasons. The Cleveland Browns have had 3,000 coaches in the last, like, 15 years. So this run that you got to see is the greatest dynasty you'll ever see in the NFL. In In an era of free agency, in an era of player empowerment, salary cap, all that stuff. Contracts just going out the wazoo. But Bill Belichick, up until the last two years, always gave his team a chance. Bill Belichick always had great game plans up against Mahomes, Rodgers, Peyton Manning, you name the great quarterbacks. And even before Belichick got to New England and Belichick became a head coach, he won two championships on the defensive staff as defensive coordinator for the New York football giants under the legendary Bill Parcells. You know, he did win 11 games without Tom Brady in 2008. When he was in Cleveland, and Tom Brady, no one knew who he was, right? Tom Brady wasn't even close to being in the league. He was coaching the, the Browns. He played the Patriots, coached by Bill, Belich- uh, Bill Parcells. Who won that uh, playoff game? Bill Belichick. So study up. Do some homework. And respect Bill Belichick's name. And for people, to, and I know we're in a reactionary society and we're a prisoner of the moment, but for people the last two years to make it out to be like Bill Belichick is this terrible coach, you would dream to have 8% of the success that Bill Belichick has in his pinky. All right? So stop with this nonsense. Stop with this just ridiculous talk that Bill Belichick is this crappy football coach. He'll get hired again. Even Robert Kraft basically said it today. It's going to pain him when he's on the sideline in that cutoff hoodie with another team. But Bill Belichick will land somewhere else. He'll break Don Shula's record, and he'll have the most wins that we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Thank you, Bill Belichick. 24 years 
Uh, you have just been excellent. You've won six championships, and I wish you nothing but the best. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a timeout. We'll get a reaction on Bill Belichick being let go in New England. Who could coach the Patriots next? With former Patriot player, won a few championships with the Pats, and now hosts uh, Sports Radio WEI in Boston on their midday show. Christian Fourier joins us on the Zach Gelb Show when we return in five minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You can stream the NFL and West 1 for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every West 1 broadcast of the NFL Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open West 1 Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Let's uh, head out to the guest line right now. I guess I could do the uh, cheesy radio play right there. Ship up to Boston with the music playing right now. Welcome in a former New England Patriot. Played under uh, Bill Belichick and now does a great job on middays on Sports Radio WEI. That, of course, is Christian Fourier joining us right now. Christian, appreciate the time as always. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Well, I'm doing fantastic. So today is a bizarre day. Like, we all expected this would be the outcome. But when it finally hit the fan today, what was your reaction that your coach, Bill Belichick, after 24 years, is no longer going to be coaching the Patriots? Yeah, well, I didn't know that was going to be the outcome. I was still kind of kind of wavering to be honest with you um uh, but then uh you know reality struck and uh and then once you saw pete carroll go down then you saw nick Saban go down you're like oh bill's got to be next so uh, for the most part i think it was the right move because you know the proof is you just look at the last four years and you know regardless of how much goodwill equity bill has built up over the last 24 years i just don't think the the crafts were willing to kind of give him one more year 
to kind of fix it. And quite frankly, sometimes I don't know if Bill is even, you know, down for doing it one more time. Um, so, you know, they keep talking about, you know, mutually uh, uh, separating ways and all that stuff, and it's all amicable. And, you know, who knows if that's really true or not. But they did the photo shoot, they did the handshake, and now each side is going to go uh, and try to make their fortune on their own. Would you agree with this assessment? Like, I think Bill is still a good coach, but the last few years he just did a bad job assembling a good roster post-Tom Brady and just never really got great wide receivers there, and it almost felt like he still thought with some of his actions that Brady was still a quarterback for his team in a bizarre way. Uh, well, I would say he's not just a good coach. He's a, still a great coach. The, the dude has not lost a fastball at all, um, in my opinion. But And even he said it, and this is just the real reality of it, uh, if you don't have good players, you're not going to win. I don't care how good your coach is. I mean, Bill is proof of that. I and mean, you can look at any other situation, you know, like for a guy not to have uh, the quarterback. And listen, a lot of like his demise is, by his own hand, to yeah. your point, in a way, where, you know, e- even if you just go back to last year, what a debacle that was. Uh, not hiring a coordinator, get, given his uh, former defensive coordinator, former head coach, Matt Patricia, the reins to run his offense or to run a semblance of an offense. And actually, looking back at this year, I mean, he actually did a better job than they did this year. But, again, I think it was just time for everybody to just kind of admit that it wasn't working. And you can go talent, you can go attitude, you can go bad draft picks, or you can go bad free agent acquisitions. Uh, the reality is, is there were some other teams out there in the NFL that dealt with massive issues, major injuries, multiple quarterbacks being started in. Look at the Steelers alone. They're on their third guy. So I, I still think they look at it as like, you know what, somebody else needs to speak to the organization and somebody will use Bill to speak for theirs. Christian Fourier here with us. You know, I'm annoyed today, Christian, not because of the decision, but just some of the people that just spew nonsense on television and radio when talking about Belichick. You know, because of what what happened the last two years, people make him out to be like he's some bum when he's the greatest coach of all time. And, And I love Tom Brady. He's my favorite football player of all time. But as great as Brady is, and I think Brady was more important to the dynasty then Belichick, it wasn't like 100% Tom Brady and Belichick gets no credit. The conversation drives me crazy. Uh, I, you know what? It's low-hanging fruit, and I've been in those locker rooms. I've had great teams with crappy coaches. I've had uh, great coaches with crappy personnel. <clears throat> I'm not even willing to entertain the nonsense that was who is more valuable. It just it drives me crazy. Now, now, Brady going out there and winning a Super Bowl with another coach who a year and a half later decided to hang him up is intriguing. And I would think that the, the best – it really, to be honest with you, the only way Bill kind of kills this noise is if he goes out, he coaches another team, and they win a, and they win a Super Bowl. I mean, it is, is, it is as lame as that sounds. That's kind of what he has to do because then anyone who does kind of feel that way, and maybe they just don't like Bill. They don't like what he stands for. They don't like the way he talks. They don't like, uh, you know, how, how much he won, how grumpy he could be. Oh, they just hate winners. That's just nuts. Uh, but uh, but I, I don't know. Like that That's just part of the, the narrative now, and I don't think they can escape it at all, period. It's just not going to go anywhere. It's just – 
You know, just blame everything on Brady. Let's just do that. <laughs> Your favorite player. Blame everything on Brady. <laughs> and, you know, he's probably like, just give me some heat. I'm good. Well, it's just so funny because, like, even in that first season when both were away from one another, there'd be one week where it was like, up, oh, Brady needs Bill. Then up, oh, Bill needs Brady. And obviously Brady ended it with the Super Bowl, but then the the following season after that, it's like everyone out says how bad of a quarterback Mac Jones is. Like, does people forget that that crappy quarterback, uh, that Bill Belichick won 10 games with him and made the playoffs? You know? It's amazing what people forget so quickly. Yeah, and um, listen, we all know it's, it's hard to win in this league. It, it just really is hard, and, and some of it is about timing, and a little bit is, is with luck. Um, you can just look at all the quarterbacks in uh, Mac Jones's class, and I don't know if any of them are great. I mean, some of them got traded, some of them are playing. I mean, it is, it is a crapshoot uh, to find a guy. And we used to, we used to up in up in Boston, we used to mock and tease and just kill the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and all the other teams throughout the the NFL Football League because they just kept missing. And then they would draft one guy in the first round. Three years, they draft another guy. And then that wouldn't work. They draft another guy. Like, you just have to keep doing it till you get it right. Unless you find some journeyman, Joe Flacco-type guy, or a guy like, you know, Kirk Cousins. Even there, you're not winning it. I mean, they'll keep your head above water, but they're not the difference makers. And they're not a long-term answer. So, that's to me, is like, it's going to be the tough part for the Patriots alone is how do they start all over again, and who do they start all over again with? Well, I think the first phone call for a head coach got to be to Mike Rabel, and and I think they already had that conversation because I've never seen a head coach get inducted into another team's uh, Hall of Fame, right, for what he did as a player, then go during his bye week to that other team's stadium and sit in the luxury box with the owner. I, I You know, I don't want to accuse anyone of tampering or any of that, but I'm assuming Kraft and Rabel already had that conversation. Yeah, I don't even know if they need to, though, to be honest with you. At that point in time when Mike was inducted into the Hall of Fame, I'm not sure it was as bad. It was going to, I don't think anyone thought it was going to get as bad as it ended up getting with the Patriots only won four games. Um, they still were in a decent position, not a great position. And a lot of people, uh, up here are assuming that it's just naturally going to be, you know, pseudo defensive coordinator, former first round draft pick and linebacker for the Patriots, Gerard Mayo. That's who they think it's going to be, which I think is a mistake uh, because if you told me that uh, I can have a guy like Mike Vrabel who is, uh, who's already kind of cut his teeth, has already figured it out, was a coach of the year, went to the playoffs four times, coached in the AFC championship game, I mean, I would say that's the guy I want and still has ties to the organization. Like Vrabel is where Gerard Mayo hopes he will be in 10 years. That's how I would cut it. You know, not nothing against Gerard Mayo, fine dude, but Mike is so much more prepared for this job than Gerard Mayo is. Now, he's a former teammate of yours. Have you talked to him? You got any inside scoop for us? No, I never played with him. I was done by the time he came in, but I know him well. Uh, and no, I have not talked to him. I'm no, just... I'm, I'm talking about Vrabel. Oh, Vrabel. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> not about this. Yeah, not about this. No, yeah, no, not about this. And the last time I saw him was at the induction ceremony, and, and we just hammed it up like it was no big deal. Like, you just reminisce and telling stories and, you know, bragging about what you used to do. Um, and I used to take all my touchdown passes because <laughs> Bill kept putting them in in the game. I drove him nuts also. Um, yeah, so, it'll listen. There's three guys, at least two guys, right? Well, three guys right now. Harbaugh, if he comes out, Vrabel, and Bill. 
And there's like, what, seven or eight jobs open right now? Yeah. I mean, I think these coaches are going to break the bank right now when it comes to those three guys, when it comes to term, when it comes to their average annual, when it comes to how much money they make. It's going to be unprecedented what these guys get. Two more for Christian Foray, who joins us right now, former Patriot tight end. And that is a great job on sports radio, WEI. Where is Bill going next? What's your take on that? Well, I mean, the, everyone, the, the, the easy answer is, seems to be Atlanta. It seems to be the easy answer. You, lots of, you know, you got an owner in Arthur Blank who's 82 years old. I mean, I don't think he – I think he's tried the offensive coordinator. He's tried the defensive coordinator. I feel like he would want a ready-made product, and I would think he, his term limits would be three to four years. It's not like we're not rebuilding here. We're not – I don't have any patience. But then the allure of having the most important piece to the puzzle out in La La Land, the L.A. Charge, who are basically renting space at SoFi Stadium. They, not only do they need, like, a boost, like some sort of validation, they, need, they just need somebody to come in there and take that town over and give them credibility because they're a second-class citizen in that city. And I don't think, you know, Spanos actually, like, likes the fact that people call them cheap and, you know, other teams take over their, state, their stadium. That happened. That's a real thing. So I think having uh, Herbert on that team – is probably the most important piece and probably most the attractive angle to all these jobs. And also, I threw this one out there about a month ago when this report came out that maybe Dan Quinn could replace Mike McCarthy in Dallas if Dallas has a short exit. Could you see Jerry Jones and Belichick working together if, let's say, the Packers beat the, the Cowboys and they fire McCarthy after this weekend? Absolutely. Uh, I mean... Jerry Jones is just the guy to do it. I think the personality-wise, I think he can handle Bill. Um, I mean, listen, he had Jimmy Johnson. He had Bill Parcells. I think he likes that elite status. I think, you know, uh, Jerry Jones is so successful um, in business. Uh, But he hasn't won since, you know, Barry Switzer left the building. And, you know, so it's been a while. Uh, He tried with Parcells, and that didn't work. But I think if if I think that some teams will that are still will even if they kind of like their coach are willing to part ways with them just to have the chance to hire Bill, even if they feel like their work they're going in the right direction because he is undoubtedly an upgrade and he will fast track you regardless of who you have in house. That's my opinion. And then last thing I'll ask you, you know, we don't even know who the GM or the coach is going to be next year, but I'm already thinking about the NFL draft, Christian Fourier. I think the Pats should just stay put at three. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, trade up, trade up, trade up, go get a quarterback. Like, they have, like, nothing right now on this team. They don't have a lot. I'm taking the best player available, and I think that's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. at three. What would your thoughts be on that one? Yeah, I know. It's hard to kind of pass a guy like that up because you just, you know, he probably is the closest thing to a sure thing, and the quarterback is not. But I, I feel like if you don't have a quarterback, and if you don't draft one and start all over again, what pile, what bargain bin are you buying out of? Like, wh- where, where are you shopping? Like, who's available? I mean, I, the, the one guy that I kept thinking of was Jake Browning. As far as, like, if you want to go ahead and get Marvin Harrison Jr., go grab him. Stop grab a guy. free agent guy like Jake Browning, like 28 years old, going to be a free agent. I mean, he's not like, you know, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, but – I think that that's a guy, if you put the right pieces around him, that he can win for you. 
So I think they're going to have some options. It, they, again, the other question is who's going to be picking the groceries? Like who's going to be the GM over there in Seattle? I mean, in uh, New England. All righty. He is uh, Christian Foray, Sports Radio WEI, former Patriot tight end. Christian, always appreciate you would jump on board with us. Thank you. Thanks, boys. See you. There you go. Christian Fourier joining us on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Let's take a break. Uh, Greg McElroy going to join us coming up at the top of the hour. Who's going to replace Nick Saban at Alabama? I will give you my answer to that question, though, when we return in five minutes. We do have a poll question up since it's not going to be Dan Lanning. We floated out four names. You could always find it at Zach Gelb at CBS Sports Radio. Between these four coaches, who should replace Nick Saban as the next head coach of Alabama? Mike Norvell, Kalen DeBoer, Lane Kiffin, or Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, Sark right now is at 22.4%. You have Lane Kiffin in the lead at 46.3%. Kalen DeBoer at 17.8%. And then in last place, Mike Norvell at 13.5%. Latest CBS Sports Radio update. Here is the Ackman, Rich Ackerman. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai uh, Tucson, available with complimentary class leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. All righty. Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. Um, so the big news from yesterday, which is still big news, but we've had bigger news today with Bill Belichick basically getting fired. You could say they amicably split ways, whatever parted ways. He got fired as head coach of the New England Patriots. That's the reality of the situation. We don't need to sugarcoat it. Bill's a big boy. You know, put your big boy pants on. It's 24 years that are the greatest 24 years that we've ever seen in the history of the NFL that got them to nine Super Bowls, and they won six Lombardi trophies. But yesterday, uh, the surprising news 
was Nick Saban retiring. And if I had to to rank Carroll, Saban, and Belichick in terms of most surprising to least surprising, I would say Pete Carroll was one because I never thought they were going to fire Pete Carroll as a head coach. And that's also another thing. Like, we, t- we talk about dressing up a story. This guy got fired as the head coach of the team. He still wanted to coach. He made that abundantly clear yesterday. And now they're moving him into a football role upstairs. The moment some team comes calling and offers him a job to be a head coach, Pete Carroll is as good as gone. So I was most surprised with Carroll. Then the second was Nick Saban. The one I'm least surprised about is Belichick because we've talked about this being the expectation for two months. But when the news broke yesterday, right in the immediate aftermath, I thought to myself, okay, who's going to be the next head coach at Alabama? And the first two names I gave you, number one was Dan Lanning, and number two was Kalen DeBoer. And then shortly after that, you saw this tweet from Pete Thamel with uh, no likely internal replacements at Alabama. Here's a quick projected target list. Dan Lanning, Kalen DeBoer, Dabo Sweeney, James Franklin, (laughs) Mike Norvell, and Marcus Freeman. Now, let me just say this right out of the gate. James Franklin gets the job at Alabama. I am so confident that won't happen, Samter. I'm sure you've seen the Duke's Mayo Bowl where they dump Mayo on the uh, winning coach. I will allow you to dump Duke's Mayo all over me in the studio if James Franklin gets the job. Like, it is amazing how every time there's a job that's open in college football, James Franklin's name is attached to it. This guy can't win at Penn State. So why would you want him to get a bigger job at USC when it was open last uh, two years ago or now the best real estate in college football in Alabama? So stop with this James Franklin nonsense. Really, I think there's three names in this decision-making process. Lanning, who's now out. And by the way, let's play you this audio because this is Dan Lanning. I thought for sure, like last night there was a report. He was already in Tuscaloosa. Then up that report was wrong. And then you see Dan Lannon popping up today on social media, and he announces his decision to stay at Oregon, this courtesy of his ex-account. Who has goals and aspirations? Raise your hand up. Right, everybody got goals and aspirations. You know how you get those? You be the best where you're at. That's how you reach goals and aspirations. That's how great things happen. It's not about worrying about the next thing. It's about worrying what's right in front of you, six inches right in front of your face. I want to remind you guys what that means. Right? It means something to be an Oregon guy. Everybody makes... What? They all, they all make commitments and things that they're going to do. A lot of starters. The world doesn't have a lot of what? Finishers. We're finishers. I want to be here in Eugene for as long as Eugene will have me. This place has everything that I could possibly ever want. There's a little bit of a problem in society today with people looking for what's next and where where there's an opportunity. And the reality is, you know, the grass is not always greener. In fact, the grass is damn green in Eugene. So let's start off with this announcement of Dan Lanning to stay. I'm actually a little bit surprised. And I know last night, because we live in a gotcha society where people care more about likes on social media and taking people's words and twisting them and trying to slam dunk on them when they say one thing and then a few months later something happens. When you were talking about AM and Dan Lanning, Dan Lanning, who I like and I know, he would have been a fool to leave Oregon to go to Texas AM. But when Alabama opens up, I don't give a rat's ass if you said in the past, oh, I'm not going to leave Oregon. This is my last job, blah, 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 blah. It's Alabama. 
Like, there's not a lot of spots that I would leave Oregon for. And you've seen coaches find that the hard way, like Willie Taggart, who was at Oregon, then leaves FSU, and then who even knows where Willie Taggart is uh, right now because he was a horrible coach ever since leaving Oregon. So Dan Lanning, if he would have left Oregon for A&M, would have been a fool. But if he would have left Oregon for Alabama, no one would have faulted him for that. And if you are, you're just a troll on social media. But I respect what Dan Lanning did today. And it shows his actual commitment to Oregon. Because you don't leave, like if you don't leave Oregon for Alabama, what's the job then that you're going to leave unless you don't perform well, you see the writing on the wall of maybe you're going to get fired, and then you try to go somewhere else because you're a big name. But Lanning's nowhere near that. And he's been there, you know, last two seasons, and he's had two really good years. And this year, you know, he just couldn't beat Washington. And now you're going to see how far he could continue to drive this program. But the last two years, he's been a good coach. And he was a GA under Nick Saban, SEC guy. But really, what do the conferences mean now in college football? It's two conferences. It's the SEC and the Big Ten, and Oregon is now going to the Big Ten. So I respect that decision by Dan Lanning. And now I'm a recruit or I'm a player Or, you know, I'm a booster. I'm giving more money to the program. Or on the playing side, I'm committed to Oregon. And I know my coach, which is rare to do in college football. I know my coach is going to be there for the four or five years I'm there. Because if you don't leave Oregon for Alabama, what, what, when are you going to leave? You're not. You're going to stay at Oregon as long as they want to have you there. Now, where do we go from here? And that's the poll question that I have up at CBS Sports Radio at Zach Gale. Between these four coaches, who should replace Nick Saban as the next head coach of Alabama? Mike Norvell, Kalen DeBoer, Lane Kiffin, or Sark? I think there's three names that they should consider. Started with Lanning. He said no. And then the other two names are Sark and Kalen DeBoer. Now, I don't think Sark is leaving Texas, which is one of those prime real estate jobs in college football for Alabama. I think Sark realizes that he has a good spot. I would not leave if I'm Sark. And quite frankly, I do think Alabama could do better than Sark, even though Sark is a really, really good coach. Alabama, after Dan Lanning didn't want to go there, should make one phone call and one phone call only. And that's to Kalen DeBoer, who is 104-12 and as a head coach. And Alabama fans... Don't tell me, oh, well, what does three NAIA championships mean at Sioux Falls? Oh, what does a 9-3 and three season mean at Fresno State? He was just at Washington. This is his first big boy job. And the last two years, he's been sensational. And outside the national championship game, before the national championship game in two years, he lost two games, two. And they were both by eight points or less. And he just took a team that doesn't have more talent than the Alabama team to the college football playoff and won a playoff game, which you guys didn't do this year, and then lost to Michigan in the national championship game. Kalen DeBoer would be a phenomenal hire. And if this guy can win a Pac-12 championship at Washington and could take Washington to a national championship, imagine what he could do with the resources at the preeminent job in the country in Alabama. And this dude isn't phased by the moment because that's another thing. It's tough to be the guy who replaces Nick Saban. But I think Kalen DeBoer is ready. This dude is a winner in everything he does. 
He hit 520 as a baseball player his senior year at Sioux Falls. Also, program's all-time leading receiver, yards, receptions, and receiving touchdowns. Then was a coach there, 67-3. and Then goes to Fresno State, has a 9-3 and season. And the last two years at Washington, he's 25-3. and I don't care that this guy doesn't have SEC roots. The game of college football now is transfer portal and name, image, and likeness. And do you need any more of an endorsement than what Kalen DeBoer just did with Michael Penix Jr.? Michael Penix Jr., no one thought this guy was going to be successful when he transferred to Washington. He was synonymous with injuries at Indiana, where Kalen DeBoer got to know him. He goes to Washington, and Michael Penix Jr. played some of the best football that we've seen the last two years in the sport. So just because it's different, just because it's an unknown to the Alabama fan, don't act like the A&M fans, right, Who's, who vetoed the hire of Mark Stoops. Trust your administration and be open to it. And I think it would be a home run. I think it would be a slam dunk hire to get Kalen DeBoer. And let's say you don't hire Kalen DeBoer. Who are you hiring? You want to tell me Lane Kiffin? Okay. You want to tell me Sark? Even though I think there are better options than Sark? Okay, I can live with Sark. You want to hire Dabo Sweeney? That dude's not ready to coach in 2024. He doesn't embrace the transfer portal, and he doesn't embrace NIL. He makes fun of it. There's not, like, this is a tough job. It's a great job, but it's a tough job because who you're replacing. And you need the right guy, and sometimes the right guy is a different guy. And Kalen DeBoer would be sensational. Sensational. He would keep the program afloat and continue to keep the program sailing in the right direction and winning football games, and he would win a championship at Alabama. There's no doubt about it because this guy has won at tough programs to win at, and now you would get to go to the creme de la creme job in college football? I don't understand people that would be against and would vehemently oppose Kalen DeBoer as the head coach of uh, Alabama. But the results of the poll question so far... Uh, who do you want to see as the next Alabama head coach with Dan Landing out? Lane Kiffin, 46%. Sark at 22.7%. Kalen DeBoer at 17.7%. And then Mike Norvell at 13.6%. I'm surprised Norvell is so low, too. He just restored Florida State. And I know, right, it's probably a lot of Alabama fans. Oh, he just crapped on our program. He said we didn't belong. And it should have been uh, Florida State in the college football playoffs. So maybe it's some of that recency. But that dude embraces NIL and embraces the transfer portal. And that's what you need now. It's not the old school style anymore. This is a new era in college football. And it's about player relationships and understanding how to develop players, but also embracing NIL and the transfer portal. Greg McElroy will join us next. We'll find out who he wants as the next Alabama coach. Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.